0: Welcome to Welcome the Gun Show. I'm joined by Derek. Yo, yo, yo. And Garrett. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> uh, yo, Mofo. <laughs> oh, I broke that. Sorry. Could <laughs> have been five. It would not go well. Yeah, no, that that was no good. Um, I wish you guys could have been here for the uh, half an hour conversation we had leading up to this an recording. Hour. Um, oh, oh yeah, You and I had an hour Gaz didn't have quite that long um, nah, There was some really interesting Discussions, some really pertinent Things to to firearms Their use and ownership and Stuff was said and uh, None of it will be shared with any of you Sorry <laughs> You're welcome That's why we only hit the record button now
1: <laughs> Yeah, all the good stuff is gone now You're just going to be left
0: with shit Exactly <laughs> All the shit <clears throat> Couple of uh, things before we dive into tonight's short topic. Um, unfortunately, we're getting sort of fucked by load shedding, with uh, one third of us being load shed at pretty much any hour of the day. So, yeah, we shall leave that there. Uh, short topic. First things we need to say is, uh, thank you very much to Zero Mike, uh, proud sponsor of the show. Uh, get onto their website, Audio Bullets. Obviously the uh, level four is coming up, so you guys will need some some ammo to practice and you'll need some actual ammo to uh, shoot the match. Lots of ammo to shoot the match. So get on there, go, go grab some ammo. Uh, nine multiple different bullet profiles and weights. Uh, two bullet weights in uh, 40 now. 1 in 45, and then there is 38 uh, special and uh, and, uh, 357 mag. And 357 maximum if you want. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next thing, uh, thanks to the uh, guys who are supporting the uh, Drill of the Month, Uh, not just the sponsors who I'll mention shortly, but also everyone who has been participating. Um, I haven't been on the group much over the last week, but uh, I did see some some drill attempts pop up and some of those looked really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some guys posted some, again, I haven't had a really deep look, but I think some guys posted some, some heartache, which is uh well done dudes uh, Keep yeah. them coming. It gives us something to learn. gives us something to look at and to talk about and uh, grow as a result. Um, so the sponsors of drill of the month, there's obviously zero Mike bullets who have graciously sponsored a thousand bullets for the lucky draw winner, um your choice of which caliber and and sort of which weight and profile you want uh flat pack alpha who have thrown in a target stand and a swinger thank you guys very much and finally shooting stuff who are supporting the drill of the month with uh 15 minutes range time target included uh timer is available if you need it uh for 50 rand you stop into their facility you can hop in shoot your drill of the month really quickly and uh get out of there Really, really great effort. Uh, we really appreciate it, guys. So buy some shit while you're there. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's nice of them to give us range and, and targets <laughs> and stuff, but it would also probably be good to generate some business for them. So <laughs> buy some stuff while you're there, preferably Gazgers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> uh, I've got a couple of uh, gases effluents there, so try and buy some of them.
0: Yeah, some... <laughs> There's a there's a selection. Um, you get brownie points from gas if you come home with all of it. Yeah, all sorts of <laughs> weird
1: liquids from gas. It's kind of weird. Um, I thought you were going to say impressive.
0: That too. Uh, <laughs> well, that
1: that was in the pre pre recorded. or the pre the, the recorded bit. Um, uh,
0: there's a joke the I want to tell you guys, but I can't tell it now because I'll have to cut it out. So remind me afterwards.
1: <laughs> Uh Thanks to the guys at uh, Rocksteady Gear. Um, and then a big thank you to Andre from Guns at Work. Um, Guns at Work is one of Gaz's uh, title sponsors. Um, and Andre helped ensure that uh, the Welcome to the Gun Show logo will be on the Eastern Car 10 team shirts. So a uh, big thank you to um, Andre, we really appreciate it. Uh, Guns at Work is a great range. So uh, if you're on the East Rand, um, Handgun, shotgun, rifle. I think they've got 200 meter rifle ranges. They've got pistol base. They've got a kill house. They got all sorts of cool shit. Uh, so go, go support the guys.
0: And they and sponsor also- gas. And they sponsor gas. And, and they even
1: gave him shoes. And they, yeah, they gave gas and sash shoes because it's, um, it's East Red. I mean, shoes are especially valuable there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andre's a great dude. Uh, he's always friendly and helpful when I go to his range. Um, they have been busy with expansion to to grow the sport. Um, they've been hosting a lot of EG leagues. They've been hosting, uh, club matches for Spartan. Uh, they host the steel challenge, I think once a month or once every two months. Um, they are also now a fully affiliated club with Eastern Gauteng and SAPSO, which means that, uh, you can, you can join their club. Um, if that's convenient for you, um, please support them really great people and uh, a really, really nice range, of great facilities. Next okay, thing. I think, I think Sorry, we've chilled enough now. <laughs> uh, we've we've had a question and I don't remember where it came from and I don't know how long it's been on our list. Um, introducing children to guns and uh, getting them involved in sort of competition shooting and, and that kind of stuff, safe weapons handling and that sort of general stuff. Um, we've discussed this topic between the three of us and we've come to the consensus that uh, none of us know anything about children. So if you are the owner of um, Children <laughs> and would like mm-hmm. to, uh, to come on the show and, and tell us about how you introduce the guns and, and sort of how to do that safely, um, please hit us up. Uh, can't guarantee that you will come on the show if you hit us up. Um, we're hoping that there's going to be multiple people who are interested in coming to talk to us, but we'll try our best to get the best possible person into to come and talk to us about this topic that we know absolutely nothing about. Uh, the children not the guns we stand the guns uh, kind <laughs> uh, of
1: no, none of us and children we admit to
0: yeah exactly let's keep it that way
1: <laughs> o- okay don't no admit admissions. Any kids guess.
0: admit nothing <laughs> so tonight's topic uh is going to be hopefully interesting and uh might spark some interesting conversation between the three of us. Uh, I don't remember where this came from. So truly sorry for whoever recommended this as a, as a show topic. Um, Thank you for recommending it. I lost your name. I'm sorry. Um, They asked about how, how to go about choosing a good instructor or coach. Um, Now, because they said, or coach, I assume that they meant potentially in a broader scope than, than just firearms. Um, but we may not be able to talk too much about beyond firearms because who knows T bag
1: um, I suggest finding someone that's about six foot four a little bit overweight sort of dark blonde hair um, scraggly beard uh- <laughs> 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 fuck you fuck <please>. uh- you <laughs> <Jeez. laughs>
0: I didn't say a thing. I didn't pull uh, a face. I did nothing. I could see your brain from here. Um, so I have a question. Do I need to dub in at the end of that that you meant to say? You mean Derek? Because some people might not actually know what you look like.
1: Well, they should research tall slightly overweight, scraggly bearded instructors. <laughs> I was it's going to make a
0: joke there but I'm afraid that we might get him into the country at some point and I might die. So. <laughs> um yeah it it's a
1: tough one and it it's it can be really challenging because of the whole virgin love thing. Uh something we see really often is someone who's never done any training does a course with with instructor whoever and this is the greatest thing in the world ever and they're the best instructor and everyone was trained with them. It's – and sometimes it could be that they're a great instructor and sometimes they're not and it's just a case of it, that, that virgin love. Uh, so it, it's worth looking at the word of mouth, um, understanding that there are personalities and, and jokes aside, there's – with a whole lot of A-type personalities, they'll they'll generally be a little bit of they, they, they may be a little bit of shit talking in that. Um, I try and I try you know if I'm looking to train with someone, I try and look at their reputation, um, especially in the field that we're looking at. So, if I'm going to look for competition training, I'm going to ideally want to train with someone who who has some sort of competition chops. They, they don't necessarily have to be Eric Grafell because there's only one Eric Grafell. Um, but ideally, some, some sort of, you know, they, they need to be at least be reasonable at the thing that they're teaching. They don't, you know, <laughs> Olympic gymnast coaches often look a lot more like me than they do like Olympic gymnasts. Um, and that doesn't mean that they're bad coaches. But it, it does help. In, in our game, often, you know, if, if someone's gonna be able to teach something, they're gonna have a little bit of a little bit of experience, a little bit of something to show. Um one of the big things I look at, and this is this is one of those weird ones. It's one of those weird it's sort of a backdoor thing. Um if an instructor doesn't recommend you train with anyone except them, um, I would generally suggest you run a mile. So it, it's not it. It's not a case of you know it, that they they necessarily say that everyone's better than them. But if you go to instructor and say who else should I train with and they go I I have the one true way I have the answer um, and everyone else is shit. They don't because no one has the one true way. No one has the answer, um, and that often tells me that they haven't. They haven't trained. Often with anyone else, especially recently, um, and that's something that that's related as well, and that's something that we'll get to. But uh, it, it, as I say, it's one of those weird things. It's kind of like you know when people say to me, "How can I tell if someone's reasonable with a pistol?" And I say, "Well, if they pick up a gun, I can give you a pretty good idea," um, because they're they're giving you a whole lot of unwritten or unspoken communication. Exactly like what Cornet is doing now is ninja grade, um, but in my experience the 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 better instructors while they may they may not recommend training with everyone um, and in fact i'd be a bit worried about someone who recommend training with everyone uh, the better instructors will tell you go train with other people don't don't just come train with me and do every one of my courses and you know then all of the, that I have the the answer. The better instructors are going to tell you. Okay, you've done a course with me. You've done two or three courses with me. Before you come back to the next one, go do a, a course with someone else, um, and and see what their kung fu is like. Uh, because none of us have have all the answers, and and also none of us have all the answers to teaching you best. Uh, you know, you you may find. And, and, and a good instructor is going to be able to communicate with with, with across a wide variety of sort of people. Um, but you know you you may find that that a particular person puts things in a perspective that just makes the most sense for you. Uh, and you're not going to do that. you're not going to learn that with, with without going to go train with them. So that's that, I, th- I think that's a really, really good sign um, is that they recommend other people. The other one is, who else do they train with? Um, are they are they of the opinion that they they have the, the answer and, and they train they never train outside their dojo? Um, so you know, I'm the instructor. I know the shit. I am I'm, I'm going to teach you stuff. And I haven't done a training course since 1973. Um, I don't want to train with that guy. Uh, as a as a general rule, the better instructors. To my mind, anyway, are going out and seeking training, um, and they're going to go train with other instructors. A because their egos are not so delicate as to to try and pretend that no one can do them anything, um, and and it may simply be a case of they're they're looking to to see what they can steal, and that's that's part of the game. You know, I, I think um, a good it's an old sort of expression that a good instructor is a good thief. Um, They go train with other people. They see, shit, there might be something that they haven't thought of, or there might be a way of explaining something that they haven't thought of. Um, And then I'm going to add a little proviso there that a great instructor or or, or instructor I really want to train with is going to... They're going to give you a little bit of a bibliography as to what they show you. So they're not going to go, these are the drills and and, and I'm the man. Um, I'm looking for... It's one of the little things I look for. Uh, okay, we're going to do this drill. It was taught to be by XYZ or or this drill came up, you know this, this drill was 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 originally sort of popularized by by so and so. because there's absolutely nothing wrong with not coming up with everything. There's, there's not a huge amount of original left to do. Uh, someone who pretends that only their stuff is is is, is valid or relevant there's a problem and, and, and they're probably trying to keep you away from other instructors and, and not necessarily because those other instructors are bad, but because maybe you can learn something and that they, they don't like that. So th- those are the big sort of things I want to look for. I, it, it, you know, it's hard to go into sort of detail and, and there's a little bit of a, you don't know what you don't know. Um, so you go on the course and material could be awesome. The material might might be crap. And the problem is, the less experience you have, the harder that is to tell apart. Um, but I find those couple of things we've discussed there. You know, the the do they tell you to go train with other instructors? Are they training with other instructors? Um, you know, are they going to go do a course with with someone else um, so that they can improve their game? Uh, th- th- those are things I want to kind of look out for. And and the other thing is. I mentioned reputation, if if other people, if, if their peers are going, go train with X, Y, Z. Um, so you, you're kind of looking for an instructor and, and, and there's a whole lot of instructors around there and there's a couple of guys that, that other instructors are going, yeah, no, you, you must go train with this dude. He's really good. Um, that's generally a good sign. Uh, you know, if 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 people who, from a commercial point of view, are are in competition with that person, um, are saying, "Yeah, this is the guy to go train with," um, there's probably going to be some value there, and it it, it may not be, there may not be a huge amount of overlap. There might be philosophical differences. I, I, I you know, th- there are instructors I recommend who, philosophically, we we have some 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 differences in in what we do and 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 how we think. Um, but they're guys that I think you can, you can learn a hell of a lot from. Uh, so if you've got someone who, who, as I say, has a commercial interest in this, is going go train with this other person, it's probably worth looking at that other person. Sorry, I've, I've kind of shotgunned that a little bit, but it's extreme
0: consciousness. That was really good. Um, couple of things to add on that. Um, there are some things that I try and look for in a potential instructor. And unfortunately, most of this you'll get uh, word of mouth. You're not going to find this on their website or in their adverts for their training or whatever. Um, If I ask about training with someone and the feedback that I get is the class started with a discussion on firearm safety and range etiquette while you're at the course, that's a positive sign for me. Not everyone that I've trained with and had a really great experience with training with has necessarily done this. But as someone who needs advice on how to select a good instructor, I would look towards courses that start with at least covering the basics of firearm safety. Um, They don't have to necessarily teach you this, but I really like that that gets covered at the beginning of every class. And um, I especially like that getting covered at the beginning of every day for multi-day classes. If an instructor doesn't do that, that does not by any means mean that they're bad. It's just as someone who's starting out and trying to find training, that's something that I would recommend you look for. Um, I really like instructors who shoot in class. Uh, And I'm going to add some some provisions to that. I haven't personally experienced this, but I have heard of people who've trained with instructors where it turns into them showing you how well they can shoot. So you you spend the day watching them shoot as opposed to learning. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, I personally learn at a greater rate when there is a a, a visual, uh, something that I can look at and not necessarily copy, but at least, so that's what he expects. And for the dudes who've been shooting a little bit longer, um, if you think of a Blake drill, if someone tells you what a Blake drill is versus someone demonstrating a good Blake drill for you, there is a, a distinct difference in how quickly you're going to pick it up and, and figure out what's required of you in order to be able to do it. You might not be able to do it, but it'll, it'll sort of prompt you into a direction. So I like guys who um, can demonstrate the skill that they're teaching. Um, again, they don't have to be able to, if they're teaching you bullseye, I don't expect them to shoot, you know, 50 out of 50 at 50 meters every time but it's kind of nice if you can watch what they're doing when they're shooting that target, even if the score doesn't end up being full score, because I'm not looking at the target. I'm looking at them, look at what they're doing. Um, I do like instruction. Again, this, this will come from word of mouth. I like instructors who take, um, input from people who are attending the course. Um, It doesn't mean that you get to go to the course and you get to argue with the instructor on their methodology and their methods and and what they're teaching. Um, But if I go, GT, why are you teaching me this specific way of defeating concealment? Um, I don't want that to be because this is the best way. I want it to be, well, you can also do it like this or like this, but I found that you're more likely to snag if you do it this way or... This way works really great, but unfortunately it only works if you're standing dead upright. Um, I, I, I greatly prefer instructors that give you the opportunity to go, not just ask questions, but have an interactive session around that question. Um, not That's not appropriate for every topic. Um, some topics, that's just not going to be a thing, but for instructors who, who do offer that, I, I, I enjoy training with them more. Um, and the sort of, Last thing from my side before I'm going to head over to Gaz uh, to see where he goes with this. Um, I think that everyone should train with a variety of instructors. And I think that you should probably start off running the sort of gamut in uh, fundamentals classes. So do Albert's fundamentals, do Adrian's fundamentals, do uh, T's fundamentals, do, you know, go, go through the fundamentals classes. And what you're going to find in those is the guys are going to cover relatively the same skill set. They might have different drills and things, but what they're going to show you is going to be sort of relatively in the same ballpark. And you'll be able to go that, the way that Adrian explains this concept really works for me. So I can take something positive from him on this particular aspect of shooting. Uh, But in the other one, you're going to be like, you know what Adrian said on this particular topic, just I'm not understanding. Um, But the way that T described this made it clear for me. Um, And I've had that with maybe not all the instructors I've trained with, but most of the instructors I've trained with has had something where they have a unique way of demonstrating or explaining something where my brain just goes, ah, I finally understand it. Um, I I like that again. You're you're only going to really get that stuff from um, word of mouth and from rotating through some training, starting at the bottom level. Um, Oh, sorry. Final thing. Sorry, guys um specifically to shooting i don't really have a lot of experience on anything outside of shooting um the the goal of shooting is to hit what you intend to so if there is no checking of targets and there is no patching of targets um and again you're only really going to hear this through word of mouth when you ask your friends who've trained with people if those things aren't happening regularly it's probably not the course for me. Now, patching targets is not appropriate for every draw. Um, Steve Anderson famously does things where you shoot targets to absolute pieces uh, and then you use a, a, a different target to score on. Um, so patching is not always appropriate and checking targets aren't always appropriate. Like for instance, when you're trying to get faster in, in Anderson's classes. So don't take that as gospel, but when the aim is to make rounds go in places where, they, where you intend them to go, there should be a process of reviewing where they actually went and a discussion around why they went where they did, even if that place isn't where you intended.
1: Sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm just going to jump in there quickly if you don't mind. Um, cool. I think with with what Korn said, if it's done for a purpose, that makes sense. If we're not patching targets because we're shooting tactically or because we, you know, we're fucking combat accurate hits or whatever the bullshit, that's a problem. Um if there's a if there's a and that relates to something Korn said earlier and and, and I, I am a bit biased here because I'm a big fan of this, but I, I want an instructor to give me the why. Uh, mm-hmm. Not just the how. Uh, because the 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 how the how is based on the why. Um, so if we're doing that drill and the instructor goes like Steve does with, uh, we're not going to patch this or, 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 you know, we, what we're measuring here is X, um, that's an adequate Y, uh, if we're doing it because if we're not doing it at all, then there has to be a really, really strong Y. Uh, so I, I just wanted to add that. Sorry, sorry, guys. No nice
2: stress. Yeah, that, that makes sense. You know, so it's easy for to, I'm just going to carry on with yours for a minute, T. It's easy for someone to tell you that you need to do something this way and this is how you do it. That's one way of doing it. The other way of looking at it is, if you don't understand why you're doing it, how are you going to do it? And that, that's a good way of looking at it because if we don't understand why, then doing it doesn't really make sense because you don't know why you're doing it. Um, and that's And when you go to these courses, what you're often going to learn if you have an open mind when you get there, is you actually going to learn to think for yourself. Okay. So if you go to a good class with somebody with a good instructor and he's able to give you the why, it gives you the ability to think for yourself. So that when you go back to working on your abilities again, using the skills that you learned in that class and gathering that information, You can now think for yourself and progress yourself further, whereas if you get just told how to do something and this is the way you do it, without any explanation or um, expanding on that, you're going to stall out fairly quickly after that with with your own training. Now, when we're looking at getting trainers, we've got this thing called social media. And we've got good access to that at the moment. And there's lots of groups that we see on Facebook. There's lots of posts coming through on Instagram and all of those other places. So we might as well use those resources for research as well, because if we go into a forum on Facebook that we're members of someone asks something about a trainer, you're going to gather fairly quickly what the trainer is about and maybe what his history is. Um, so with that, you can use that information as well. So Word of mouth is going to be the biggest thing that you're going to get feedback on from guys who've gone to specific trainers. But if it's someone that maybe you, let me rephrase that. You've got word of mouth feedback. And what you can also do is you want to do as much research as you can on that trainer. There'll be posts all over the place. There's forums, all sorts of things where you're going to find things on that instructor. And with the guys having done all of that instruction, you'll get a fairly good idea of whether that instruction is going to be for you. Um, and if it's in the right line for what you want to do is it competition is it tactical is it
0: fundamentals et cetera et cetera so those that's also something you can throw into the mix yeah I said something there that I wanted to expand on and then promptly forgot so <laughs> <laughs> is your forgettery getting full yeah my forgettery is very much full but it'll come back to me in a moment and then, then I'll be able to pick up on that
1: let <laughs> help uh- yeah, Maybe that's I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think Gaz, Gaz makes a good point there. about by doing a little bit of research, seeing what's out there, um, and and understanding that there is, there, there are unfortunately some really bad instructors around. There's some really good instructors, and there's there's a lot of instructors in the middle. Um, you can learn something from all of them. Um, the thing you learn might be how not to do it or that you don't want to train with this person again um, and that can be a valuable lesson uh the thing you, you 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 may learn and and the more experienced you are, the less you're going to get out of a course and 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 that might sound a bit counterintuitive um, but and, and and it varies on the course but but as a general rule, if you're a really experienced shooter. You, you could still benefit from doing someone's fundamental course and and you will probably leave with with more knowledge um and and more understanding uh, but you're not going to learn as much as as, as the, the the person doing their first ever course and he or she's just arrived and all they've done is proficiency training they're probably going to learn more um, you may you may only learn one or two things as a more experienced shooter Though you may be able to do more with those one or two things, um, so you know I, the best shooters I I I, I see um, are perpetual students um, that they're always looking at how to improve. Um, that that might be self training, that might be training with peers, that might be training with instructors. Um, the best instructors I think are also uh, constantly are, are, are students. Um, they're, they're always looking at. And how to improve and as an instructor there's two sides to it there's not just the material there's also how you present the material um, so if I go in a course with someone those are the two things I'm looking at I'm not just looking at what did this dude teach me and and, and what did I learn and how cool was this and you know I got to touch the magic and all of that um, a, a big thing for me is as well is what what was his teaching like uh, You know, I, I look at someone like, like a Craig Douglas, he's an amazing teacher. Um, I've, I've, I've trained with some, some very well-known big name instructors, big name shooters where it was that, okay, this is what we do. It's, it's, it's not so much training. It's that sort of stand on the line and this is the next drill we're going to do. And this is, you know, this is do this, this, this is, here's the timing, here's the target. Um, and once again, the more experienced you are, the more you can learn out of that. But if if you are a, a newer shooter and a more experienced shooter, but especially a newer shooter, go do fundamentals training. Um you're going to get benefit out of that. I see it all the time. I get guys all the time going, Oh, I want to I wanna do I want to do advanced training. Okay. Um can you put a bullet on that target with no time? Uh, you know. No, no, but I want I want to do advanced ninja. I had it on a recent course. Um, it was a it was an advanced course. It was a sort of intermediate-ish level course. A couple of people who who hadn't done a lot of fundamentals came, and and they struggled with that side of it. Um, and and that's something you know a little bit of self awareness is going to help you. Uh, and and that self awareness is in what can this person teach me? Um, you know, if 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 it's cool doing the the cool guy stuff um you know but is that going to benefit you more than than going and learning how to shoot you know you've started shooting whatever competition you now want to get a bit better um maybe doing albert's fundamental course is going to serve you better than doing his advanced movement course uh when you've just started um once you've you've got the skill level down and, and you can make every shot and you can do all the that sort of stuff, maybe then it's it it's worth doing the advanced movement course, um, and 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 maybe it's it's then worth going. Well, shit, you know my competition skills are really good, my defensive skills are a bit lacking. Maybe I must go do a course with with an Adrian Rosley or something. Um, I think that's it. It's important to 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 constantly be looking for ways to, to improve. Um, and as I say, I think, I think it's also, I, I want to know that the instructor I'm, I'm training with is also always looking at, at ways to improve. And, and the two names I've just mentioned, I, I, I mentioned on purpose. Um, I know that if, if there are trainers out here, um, if it's within their power, Adrian Rosley, Albert vessels will be on those courses. Um, I, you know, I've seen them as students on courses with multiple instructors, uh, and I think that there's a lot of benefit in that. Um, so, instructor comes out, and and they're there learning how to hone their craft, uh, because no matter how good an instructor you are, there's always there's always shit to learn. There's there's always stuff you can improve. There's always um, a new drill, a new way of explaining something, something like that. Uh, so as I say, I I, I very often, rec- those are the two names I'm most likely to recommend is, is, is Adrian and Albert. And it's because while once again, philosophically, we may not do things, um, <coughs> pardon me, we may not do things necessarily the same. We may not teach in the same way. I know how dedicated they are to their craft and I know how much effort they put in to constantly improve their skill set, um, to train as much as they can um with other you know with other instructors and with themselves, uh, you know, instead sort of self teaching and and the fact is they they're willing to go to competitions and, and and bleed ego there as well. So if someone says to me, who do I train with, or, or who, who who you know, who do I recommend they look at training with besides me, obviously, um those are the sort of guys I'm gonna send you to. Not some dude who's um, hasn't trained with anyone else in, in the last ten years, or you know, is is just constantly living in this this echo chamber and the self licking ice cream cone. Um, I'm going to send you to someone who's who's constantly looking at and how they can how they can get better, um, and who go on courses and and go on sorry, <coughs> um, go on training with other people um So that they can they can improve.
0: So I I'm want to pick up on that, but first I have remembered what I wanted to say, um, <laughs> which did <laughs> take me a while. But uh, I mean, you did I, get it. <laughs> I, I I started the train. Terry continued on it. Then Gaz jumped on it, and then I forgot what it was, which is kind of terrible. Uh, we were talking about instructors that can tell you why you do things. Um, sometimes the why might be really really uh, simplistic. Sometimes the why might be really complicated. Um, the problem with not getting the why, and this is exactly what I want to say, is if you don't have the why properly explained, you will find shortcuts in doing things because that's what people do. And those shortcuts aren't always clever and they aren't always safe. Um, someone asked the other day about the, the new drill of the month where you're starting from low ready and should single action only guns be, should the safety be engaged? And the answer is yes. Now they don't necessarily know that, but if you just tell them that the answer is yes, as their instructor or their coach, that doesn't really give them much because at some point they're gonna go, well, I can be point 0.1 of a second faster if I don't engage the safety, like the, the, the difference is, is immaterial. But when you explain to them that there is real world consequences to not engaging it off of the range, and you explain what those consequences could potentially be um, they're not going to find a shortcut that cuts out an important portion of the why Um, so that's train with a variety of people because someone will be able to explain the why to you in a better way that you understand that helps you avoid potentially safety problems but also i mean there's there's tons of other things where you might find shortcuts Uh, Where it's not a safety concern, but it might stifle you, uh, sort of later in your shooting development, where you're you haven't learned something, you haven't uh, you've reinforced something bad because you didn't understand the why, and that's cut out something that you actually needed. Um,
1: I think it relates. Sorry, yeah, just related to the why comment. Could I have made something that that occurred to me while you were saying it? If, If if you ask an instructor why. Why do we do it like this? And, and it can happen. You know, that it, it, it may be something that, that to them seems pretty self-obvious and, and, or self-evident and, and to you isn't. If the response you get is because this is how we've always done it um, or because I said so, uh, it's generally a really bright red warning sign to turn around and run away. Um, you know, it's... It, if, if if someone can't, and I think this is kind of where it main topic, if someone can't explain to you, and, and you may not agree with them. Um, so you may have the discussion, and at the end of the discussion, you may still go, I don't agree with this dude or, or this person for whatever reason. That's cool. Um, as long as you understand why they're saying what they're saying, um, and as long as they can explain to you where they're coming from. So it can happen, especially if you're a more experienced shooter and, and be very careful of, of of deciding you're a more experienced shooter as opposed to actually being a more experienced shooter. Um, but, you know, depending on your skill set, you may have something where the instructor says, I want you to do this X way and you go, why? And they go, well, this is the reason. And at the end of the discussion, you may go... I get your point I don't agree I'm going to carry on doing that that's cool um, you know that that's cool for you that that might be one of those things um, but as the takeaway from the choosing the instructor thing i I want the instructor to be able to tell me why they believe what they believe um, not just as I say because this is how we've always done it or because I said so
2: yeah just I've pulled the corn that I had something to say and I forgot now. (laughs) Okay, but related to that, when we're doing the the research and we've got the word of mouth opportunity, so if we're talking to somebody that we know has been on a course with and this, a specific instructor, ask as many questions as you can and ask around as many people as you can. Um, You know, for the most part, you want to be asking as many questions as you can when you're deciding to go on a course with an instructor. You need to make sure that that what you're going to be doing there is going to be fitting to what you want to learn, like we said earlier. And um, I remembered now what I was going to say. On top of that, when you're <laughs> on a course with an instructor, if you it's happened once or twice where people will ask innocent questions re- related to the course material that's being presented. And if you start noticing that your instructor is getting impatient That's something to just be aware of unless you constantly pushing that red button, which is allowing or causing the instructor to possibly lose a little bit of patience with you. But immediate loss of patience is something that you need to sort of keep in mind. Um, Because when you're on a course, you want to learn as much as you can, which means you have the opportunity to ask that person as many questions as you deem fit, because you need to get away from that course with as much information as you can.
1: No, it's a good point. I, I think also, and this might be worth making a note of, uh, not for this show, but it might be an interesting or a good show topic as to how to be a good student. Um, not just what to look for in an instructor, but when you go on a course, how to be a good student. Um, and range etiquette. Yeah, uh, because <laughs> I, you know, you, you, you as I said, that, that's a whole show on its own um, and, and Gaz makes a really good point. Don't be scared to ask questions. Uh, be careful of asking questions that are only, or, or spending too much time on on asking questions that are either a designed to show everyone how clever you are, um, or only really narrowly um, specific to to your needs. Um, but yeah, you if know, if if you're asking instructor questions and they don't want to answer, um, they're, they're you're on the course to learn, and I think sometimes people forget that you're not on the course to see how cool the instructor is. Um, I I prefer to, for, and, and this is a, this is a tough one. And as, as an instructor, it's something that you know, like I sometimes wrestle with. I don't like instructors who won't shoot anything in front of me. Um, you know, I I think it's I think there's something lacking, and and my immediate thought is why. Um, I, I'm sure there's some very good instructors who, who are like that, but it's a general rule. Um, I'm not wild about instructors who who don't, who will not shoot in front of me. Um, but I also, yeah, I, I don't want, I don't need you to drill, run every drill with us and I don't need you to show me how awesome you are. Um, I need you to show me how awesome you can make me. Um, yeah. And as, as an instructor, uh, instructors shouldn't be, Paranoid about making a mistake in front of you. Um, I'm not talking about pointing a gun at you, but an instructor, you know, if they run a drill and they don't do it to their standard, um, there's nothing wrong with that because it, mistakes happen. And, and and to be honest, as a student, you should look at this and, and there's an opportunity to go, well, shit. Um, you know, maybe I'm not completely terrible because I can't I can't necessarily do this thing because the who just taught me, flubbed part of it. Um, I do me. kind of want them to be able to do it on the second or third try. Um, you know, uh, uh, once again, we're talking about I don't expect them to to, to punch a one second bull drill, um, but I I do you know if if you're kind of teaching me basic marksmanship and you can't hit a target. Um, we, we have a little bit of a problem there because I don't know how well you understand the material. Uh, and, and some of this is a bit nebulous and some of this comes a little bit with experience. But as I say, I I, I, I like to see an instructor demo at least some of the stuff. Um, I don't like to see a, an instructor who shoots as many rounds in courses as I do as a student um, because to my mind, I don't think you're spending as much time teaching then as you are fucking around um you know it's 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 a tough one um but i want to see i want to see demos uh even if they're they're dry fire demos um i want to see i want to see an instructor with a gun in his hand um and i want to see him or her showing me what they do when they describe something um because there are some who are a bit funny about that uh and yeah i want to see it um because i'm 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 going to get info as as Cornette said i'm I'm also quite a visual learner um i'm 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 quite good at sort of auditory learning but but there there are things I pick up visually I want to see you do it I want to see how you do it um and that's not to say you have to be a a a death stalking ninja um but I'm going to be watching how you handle that piece of equipment because you know students are going to model on that um so if, if the instructor doesn't want to touch the gear they're teaching you, uh, then, then that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a, a bit of a challenge. Um, I also think related to that, and this is especially, this is gonna depend on the level of, of the material and, and the experience level of the instructor. I think a good instructor can also um, mm-hmm. throttle things. Uh, so if, if, they're, if they're demonstrating a drill, they should be able to show me that drill at, at sort of half or even quarter speed. Um, they shouldn't just... So they go, okay, this is how we do a reload and they do a reload and I saw fuck all because the dude's got a super slick reload. W- well done. Um, if, if he can't do... Or she can't demo me that that drill at a, at a super slow-mo pace that it's consistent um, then I I start wondering do they understand what they're doing um, because part of being an instructor is being able to break that down so I I think it's a good sign of an instructor can go okay this is this is the drill um, and yes they, they may give you a full speed demo and I think there's definitely benefit to that um, you know they there's some drills where, where it's it, not a bad idea at all for the instructor to go. Let me let me let me show you the pacing on this to to make the time standard. Um, but I also want to see them be able to do it broken down super slow because that that's giving me some information about their level of understand, understanding and their depth of understanding um, of the thing that they're showing me.
0: Exactly. I've got two more things, and then we probably need to do like closing thoughts. Um, because we're getting dangerously close to, uh, getting shut to the witching hour. Um, so two things, try to step outside your lane with training. Um, occasionally, and I don't mean go do death ninja shit that, that, uh, has no application to you. But if you're a sports shooter and you're doing a sports related training with instructors and sports related practice, you only shoot competitions it may not be a bad idea to go and do something defensive orientated. Um, the way they do things may not directly uh, translate into what you're doing in competition, but that's probably a good thing. Um, it'll teach you things that you, it'll show you things that you don't know that you may then be interested in in advancing and learning more about. Um, so step outside your lane. If you're only doing defensive stuff, maybe go do a sport shooting course at, at some point um and the last one is and this is more related to you than it is to the instructor though it probably has some some implication the instructor make sure that the course you sign up for is the course that the instructor is teaching so if the instructor is teaching advanced movement but you're signing up for fundamentals because that's what you need um, maybe don't send them an email and go, hey, include me in your advanced movement course. Um, if you have done fundamentals with everyone and you've done a fundamentals this year, I, I'm a firm believer in doing at least one yearly. Um, and you're looking for something that isn't just fundamentals. Well, maybe look for something that isn't just fundamentals, that's advertised as not being just fundamentals. So make sure that you match what the instructor is telling you the course is going to be about with your expectation of what you're interested in learning. Um, Because otherwise you're going to have a, just a horrid experience when you get to the class and everyone's yanking out two second ball rolls and you don't know how to draw a pistol Um, or you're doing a defensive class and you've never drawn a pistol in your life. Um, And when I say defensive class, I mean you're, you're doing stuff that isn't teaching you the fundamentals of Sort of concealed draws and stuff, but you're you're into something a little bit more advanced than that, a little bit more advanced is the wrong word because it, it gives the wrong connotation. But if you're, you're in a class that doesn't more skilled, you're in a class that doesn't cover th- isn't focused on teaching you the fundamentals, it expects you to have those and it builds on top of those. If you show up not having those, you're not going to have a great experience. And that's not the instructor's fault. Um I ideally they would they would. This is not always practical, but ideally they would go. Well, are you at an experience level or a skill level where this course makes sense for you? Yes, no, no. Sorry, okay, we'll sign you up for our other course, which is coming up whenever. Uh, but that's not always practical. They, they can't always get to all the students individually before the class, etc. So, um, so it's on you as the student. Make sure that you match the course that's being offered to your expectation before you sign up, and ask questions when you're signing up.
1: Email the person and go. This is where I am. Will I be able to do the course? Um, and a decent instructor is going to give you a yes, no, or you know, it's it's not ideal for you, but you should you'll be fine. Um, you know, or a, dude, this is completely the wrong course for you. You need to do X or Y. Um, so don't be scared to to ask them questions. Don't be scared to. You know, when you sign up, email them, confirm, and anything. And and I think this is all on our, our Be A Good Student class, uh, show that we're going to have to do soon. Um, but when you ask the, the questions, do you get an answer or do you get a just show, here's my bank account details. Yeah, but will I be able to do this? Here's my bank account details. Uh, that's, and, and I think that's something to bear in mind. People aren't aren't teaching out of the goodness of their hearts. Um, there there is obviously a financial aspect to it, but a a good teacher, um, and I think a good instructor should should sort of that should be their goal to be a teacher more than an instructor, um, is going to want to give you individually the best material for where you are, um, and that's not about making a buck. Um, there's not a huge amount of money in it. Um, so yeah. don't don't begrudge the guys actually charging you. Um, and But most of them will be happy to give you some sort of advice. Most of them will be happy to talk to you. Uh, but but understand that there is a... Um, mm-hmm. While there's a financial aspect to it, um, it shouldn't just be that. If, if you kind of feel like this is a... Uh, this is a, a, a retail experience you feel like you're going into pick and pay and buying something um, that that's a warning sign to me I I, I want I, I, you know they, they, you may have to pay a, a small medium or large sum of money um, and 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 that is what it is but I, I want an instructor who's there with a passion to teach and a passion to to share this material with me um, and yes that, that comes at a cost because it came as a cost to them um, and and you know there's that that's what makes it worthwhile for them to stand in the sun the whole day for a weekend and and, and teach you this shit um, but i do want someone who's going to who's going to be passionate about teaching me um, and not just passionate about the getting my proof of payment Gaz,
0: yes. nope all good. Anything on your side? No, I've I've said my thing. I think uh now is the right time to lead us yeah. out, sort of two yeah. minutes before lunch. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well,
2: as always, we'd like to thank everybody for their support and, and listening to the podcast, getting involved in the drill of the month. Um, the club rules have changed slightly. Now there's a an extra piece of effort on your side that you need to get into the uh, club so please get all of your well thought out and informative factual letters sent off to the necessary email addresses for our latest proposed firearm amendments and then uh, five stars and you're in the club so we have to renew memberships for existing club members too by the way
0: (laughs) (laughs) you heard it here first
1: later losers